0: you're listening to the real football show on ESPN, KLM the
1: best of layoffs from. Gray. and Chelsea's searching forward with Hazard now. Diego Costa making moves.
0: Here we go, kids. It's another week and another yes, real football show. Oh yes, we have a lot to catch up on and a lot to look forward to as well. Bill joins us this week. Of course, he is the stat master, as we like to call How's him. It going? Perk is here, but Perk brings in actually a guy who was with us one week, uh, one week uh, like last season when you were gone. His name is Jamie. Yes, yeah, so I
2: get to meet Jamie finally. So thanks nice for coming on again. Thanks for doing the show again. You're and welcome. it's nice to meet you. You're and welcome. welcome. Uh, you'll be able to tell from the accent he's from England, obviously. He no, he's from Lincoln. Yeah, he's from he's from Lincoln. Yep.
0: So. <laughs> it's actually a great story. Uh, Jamie, give us a little background. Jamie, uh, give us your your name and, and where you come from and why so, you came here.
1: Yeah, I was I came over here in 2012 on a soccer scholarship. Uh, played at Bellevue University um, under Matt Briggs. I know we talked about him briefly. Um, yeah, trying to get him on the show actually. Hopefully, he's in a few weeks. Uh, he's a director of Nebraska State Soccer now, so he's a pretty yeah. big deal around here. Um, we recently got married, actually, three weeks ago. Well, so now I'm, I'm, I'm here to stay. So. Okay. congratulations. Awesome.
0: Glad to have you here. Glad you could be from a great town called Lincoln. <laughs> and, and, and in fact, just a couple of seasons ago, Lincoln were uh, one of those teams from the FA Cup that made
1: it up to the quarterfinals. Yep, quarterfinals against Arsenal and then got beaten in the, the quarterfinals. Such a cool
0: deal, though, because the cool thing about the FA Cup is, man, it's David versus Goliath. Can, that can happen like that, where these teams can host... You know, uh, a Manchester United or an Arsenal. And, they're, yeah. and and the only thing that separates them from the crowd is a rope.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's one of the cool things about the FA Cup, man. It, it's just one. Of, in fact, they're in quarterfinal. They're in qualifying still as we speak for the FA Cup. And it's teams like AFC Mansfield, Parkgate, Leak Town, Marlow, <laughs> Kettering Town. You know, it's,
2: Who? it's teams yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. Call in if you've heard of any of these teams.
0: <laughs> so they're in the first qualifying round of the FA Cup, and I don't think they bring in the big boys until like
1: you round know what? three. Yeah. Round three. Okay. Yeah. So there's a third lot to the, go.
2: Are the big boys the, the top two leagues or the top four? Uh, just is, the Premier just, League. Just the, yeah, just comes the, in just in the Premier League. Yeah, so
3: third I think the championship round. is even early, yeah. okay. And that's usually in like, what, January or something? I or, believe so, yeah. yeah.
0: So. EPL got the week off last week because of well everybody going to either play in the Nations League, which is this new league that's going on, which is not to be confused with UEFA, which had to be explained to me. But also, you know, uh, teams playing uh, for their for their country. You know, Spain's national team, which you know, split their two games: one uh, a win against Mexico, but not so good against uh, Brazil.
2: Hey, that's okay. I mean, we looked okay in Brazil. It was you know, it's two nothing. And one very nice goal. I mean, it was just like a tap in for Firmino. I mean, that guy's going to make that blindfolded
3: and a pretty spotty penalty call.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. And we we never shut him off. Second half, and you know, beating Mexico is always nice. I was at that game as in Nashville, and. Boy, yeah, yeah, I mean, great it, it, pictures, by the way. There's some great pictures of Perk, which I don't know how many you put up on the Real Football Show Facebook page, but you need to share those. I will. I, I tried to do a live video, too, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I tell you, anytime, Bill, you've been to many of these games, too. Anytime you can get to a USA game uh, and the night before party, they're just a blast and so much energy. And um, Nashville's a great town for one. It's a lot of fun. And, Any special guests? Because usually there's somebody who drops by. You're like, you wouldn't believe who came by. Oh, well, you know what? So I'm glad you asked that. So, um, uh, the 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 person I enjoyed talking to the most I got to meet this guy is really not, his name is Chris Redditch. I don't know if you know this name but I met him in Phoenix or Phoenix, in Nashville he is one he's on the owners he's one of the group of owners of that Nashville SC that is going to moving into the MLS right, in two years
3: two years yeah which is
2: cool and I I've known this name for a while I've known who he was What's I found interesting is this is their first year in USL I figured they're a long time team been around for a while this is their first year in USL. And they're averaging over ten thousand people a game. They played two games in that Nissan Stadium where the Titans play, getting over eighteen thousand in those two games. That's great, That's pretty, yeah. And and they had like a a U twenty three team started in two thousand seventeen, like in the PDL, so as kind of a feeder team. So that was really cool. Uh, but what's awesome about Mister Reddage is uh, he's a Lincoln East graduate, nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, yeah. He's he's from. Uh, Wait, Lincoln which, also which Lincoln? Not, not Lincoln. He's yeah, <laughs> from Lincoln, East Nebraska. You know, same as Corey Donahoe, you know. So it was really cool talking to him and and, and just talking about about soccer in general and, and he helped uh, at the for the Huskers women's soccer team as an assistant back in the early and mid two thousands. So that that was really cool to talk to him at, at the night before party and um everything he's done for the for soccer. And I mean you don't think Nashville is a soccer town, but actually Jamie, is Nashville on your route? Because, you know, you cover the Southeast.
1: Yeah, that isn't on Mars on somebody else's, but I, I believe it's it's getting a lot bigger now. I, I think, think so.
2: It. And obviously, if it follows suit, like, with Atlanta and Orlando, right? Right, they're in for a heck of a yeah, ride,
1: absolutely, right? Absolutely.
0: So how do you think London did, or not London, but how do you think England did, you know, in their friendlies that they played?
1: I think we were expected to do a lot better than what we did. Really? Um, I, I mean, I don't know if anyone caught the Spain game, but we were... It, it, was, it was 2-1 to Spain. It could have been a lot more. I think it, it was... Very subdued, to say the least. Um, <laughs> and then who was the other team you guys played? We played uh, against Switzerland. 1-0, uh, no, one, one. yeah. But still, it wasn't what we were used to seeing at the World Cup. We uh, had a great World Cup, and it was...
2: Well, I'm sure there's a bit of a, of a World Cup hangover. Yeah. Probably. I mean, that this was Gareth Southgate,
0: run. he's the guy, man. It was all those questions a year ago. If we would have talked about this, Gareth Southgate, I don't know if that's the guy. I don't know if that's the guy, It's like that's the guy now, man.
1: Everybody loves Gareth Southgate now. You got your waistcoat, Jamie? Yeah, I wear a waistcoat now. He does.
3: <laughs> but to be fair, this is the same Spain team that then went on to beat Croatia six to zero. Uh, a couple of days later. So. Yeah, a little
2: statement game, maybe, for yeah. Spain so after absolutely. their...
3: After the slight <laughs> disappointment at the World Cup. Yeah. They're trying to come, you know, hey, we're not going anywhere, so... And that, that
2: is nice in these friendlies. where I think what's part of this League of Nations, they try to match up like-for-like like teams.
3: Right, like so I they say. take the top, I think, 16 teams in Europe countries... And they put, they put them in the group A or you know, League A is what they call it. And then there's four groups in there, and then it kind of works its way down. And it's kind of a promotion relegation thing. So if you're the la- if you're the oh. last right. place team in your group, you get bumped, bumped down to League Two. Or League B or whatever they call it. I don't know.
0: That's great because, you know, with the Champions League going on, I'm like, gosh, there's so many tournaments going on. But you guys explained it so well. Nations League is countries. Champions League is clubs. Right. That was a great way to explain it, to try and keep track of this, because there are so many tournaments
2: during a season and (laughs) they don't ever seem to end. It seems like there's always a game going on. Soccer is year round, which is awesome for us, right? I mean, we all love soccer. And even during, you know, and it depends if you're, I don't know, you know, a lot of the British people aren't. MLS fans, but MLS goes a different year mm-hmm. than the European leagues. So people like, you know, Mill and I and we we get that all year round.
3: Have competitive league games and yeah. Constantly. I mean, people talk about the NBA, you know, after the finals get over, there's only a couple months. But this is for everybody, not just the guys that make the finals. So, you know, you have every single team has two and a half months before their season starts back up. It's it's definitely a grind and you kind of understand why these guys get so fatigued at the end well, of the year.
2: And then then you throw in a World Cup year. Right. Where, you know, these guys who played for, for England and France, the guys who went far in the World Cup, they don't get done till end of, or mid-July. And then camp probably starts the week after, unless you play in that ICC tournament here in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. So they never get a break, and you need a break. Talking some MLS, look
0: at Sporting KC. Nice win by them this past weekend. It kind of picked back up after that beating they took in Seattle. And uh, they now sit in second place right behind Dallas. The one team that I go see Sporting KC play. I finally get to a Sporting KC game, and they lose to Dallas, and Dallas is still sitting in front of them. So, you know, Sporting KC, they're uh, they're rocking right along. In fact, you look at the MLS schedule for this weekend, uh, Sporting KC has got a Saturday game against San Jose. Looks like it's a West Coast game, yeah, out in San Jose, 930 kick on Saturday night for Sporting KC, and they're rocking at the right time.
3: Yeah, they're they're playing great right now. At the beginning of the year, they were just giving up too many goals and didn't look like a Peter Vermees coached team. Now they're kind of turning around. A um, lot more clean sheets as of late. Big 1-0 win, kind of just grinded it out on Saturday. I think Perk was actually there. I was at that game, um, yeah. So I was
2: rooting for Orlando, Orlando though. You were sitting in the opposing team section. You were yeah, in the visiting so, team section. So I didn't wear sporting stuff, so I'm... <laughs> I'm One and one on sporting games, but both my teams have lost, if that makes any sense when I was there.
0: (laughs) Sporting KC have won five of their last six. They sit in second place. The Earthquakes of San Jose, on their hand, have only won two of their last 18.
2: San Jose is the only team mathematically eliminated from playoffs right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, come on. You don't stumble against San Jose. You go out there, you get the job done, you come home, you take your three points.
2: it's, It's on the road, though, so you never know. And San Jose's only thing left is to play spoiler for every game yeah. they play. That's that's it. And,
0: yeah, mathematically, they're, they haven't won two games but 18? Come on. That's <laughs> terrible. That is awful. We've got to get into EPL. We've got La Liga, Bundesliga, and uh, Serie A. We've got to get into that. So we've got plenty still to talk about. And, I don't know, any takeaways from uh, U.S. men's national game against Mexico or you know, against uh, against Brazil, we'll have to get into that as uh, yeah, well. Yeah, I think we want to cover
2: some of that. Yeah, just uh, that, the the future is bright.
0: Plus UEFA, so. whoa, UEFA Champions League getting ready to fire up as well. I you know, know, yeah, that's, that's a, one week. Yeah, less than a week. Yeah, Tuesday the eighteenth, Barcelona mm-hmm. and Eindhoven will play. Jamie, your
2: man UEFA. Who's your who's your draw? I got it here. Who, who do oh, you guys it's it's Juventus young boys and Valencia. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, Ronaldo's going against his old team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Young boys, it, yeah, what the heck? Switzerland, I think? It, it is yeah, Switzerland, yeah.
1: yeah. It's always been a tough place to go, notoriously. So oh, I'm, seriously? I'm wow, not I've never heard of yeah. Okay.
2: Jumping into Champions
0: League in just a bit, you're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN 1480 and 1015 FM. You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. James Milner with a chance to
1: wrap it up for Liverpool. Every time. Game over now for Sunderland. Well, a really well-taken penalty from Milner since an unfortunate keeper Pickford has had a good game himself the wrong way. Liverpool look like they got the three points.
0: It is a real football show. Happy weekend. You know, of course, on demand. You can catch this show in its entirety. Will be just a tiny bit short on the back end of this because, because there's a game at there's a game after us. A football, i a a US football game. Uh, Lincoln High takes on Pius after the Real Football Show, which our last segment will be cut just a little bit short. Of course, you can always catch the entire show uh, on demand on your time at ESPN1480.com. Jamie joins us, who is from Lincoln in the UK. And uh, Jamie, being a Manchester United fan, which, you know, if you're going to pick a team that I think everybody on the planet knows, (laughs) it would be probably Manchester United. Jamie, he's
2: not a glory chaser though. Kind of
0: cool, you know. Your family, n- n- yeah. This is not a guy who is just like you know hitched onto him, but uh, you know, as a kid, you know, it kind of starts with your family. Actually, with Manchester United,
1: yeah, it does. My uh, my parents both grew up in Manchester, so when I, I guess when I was born, I had zero choice. who so I was going to be supporting, <laughs> which didn't turn out to be a bad thing at the time because we uh, we rocked the world until I was about fifteen, and then it kind of went downhill a little bit. So oh, the, some bit.
0: of the players that were on that team when you were a kid, you know.
1: Beckham, Skulls, <laughs> Giggs, the Neville brothers. You know, there's been a whole long list of players. real Ferdinand, Was he on that? that too? Oh, yeah. Roy Ferdinand, Keane. Roy Keane. Yeah, man, he's ever, I've
3: actually man.
0: heard
1: of
2: these guys, you know. Yeah, this is an unbelievable run. And, you know, and Sir Alex, you know, Ferguson, Ferguson obviously
1: was at yeah. the head of all that. And the coach at the time. Yeah. The yeah. yeah. Greatest manager of all time.
2: He's yeah. a, I, I, mean, I, mean, he's, I don't know how many sirs there are who aren't British. I mean, I mean, he's one of them. I don't know how how common that is. Yeah, he's he's one of few. What, what, so yeah, uh, it's, it's, what, what is he? He's Scottish. Scottish,
0: he's Scottish. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, they, t- you learn something new every day, kids. That is actually very fascinating. I had no idea they didn't. I didn't even know
2: they actually awarded that to anybody who wasn't uh, either. And I until this Ferguson I'm sure it's like Jamie said, it's got to be incredibly rare. Yeah. Yeah, they don't hand those things out. No, Rooney it, it probably won't even be a cert. No. I don't. I don't he'll even, he'll the, even the next. But
3: the
1: well, next. The next famous. Soccer star would be David Beckham. He'll get a knighthood. Bro, oh, sure <laughs>
3: Rooney's sure. not done at DC United yet. So well, <laughs> he might get there He's got to make a couple uh, more great plays like that one. A couple. He's weeks
2: ago. been on fire though for yeah. them Which I mean, yeah, it's in Orlando, but uh, yeah, that was awesome Ch- Yeah, I was, go ahead. I, I was just gonna I mean, so you said your family's from Manchester, but so no split alliance though. it was all Manch- Man U.
1: Yeah, it was all Man United okay. I mean, <laughs> at, I'm get, at the time, I mean Man City only became big or six seven years yeah. ago so it's been, there was only one team in Manchester for the longest time. In my heart, there still only is one team in Manchester. I mean, that's my opinion.
2: So in your opinion, you guys got first in the league last year then? Because there's only the one yeah, team. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: awesome. So Champions League, you know, we're going to get into like one of your best memories of going to a Manchester United game as a as a kid. Uh, but Champions League, getting fired up. Here we go. Tuesday the 18th, Barcelona and Eindhoven. Uh, we'll play for an 11:55 game. Also the same day, Inter Milan and the Spurs will play. Uh, then you've got Club Bruges and Dortmund uh, playing along with Schalke and Porto. Monaco, Atletico Madrid, Liverpool, and PSG. All those games taking place on Tuesday the 18th. So Champions League is ready to
2: roll. Of course, your current champion. Real Madrid, Real Madrid. Got yeah, new, a new look, Real Madrid this year. So we'll see how they do. I don't know. Odds on favorite is it? I mean, is it, is it Madrid till someone beats them? Or I would know? say
3: Barcelona, and Man City are going to be up there. Real Madrid's kind of been having a. I mean, I guess they did this last year too. Kind of a weird league season so far. But some reason they always turn up for the Champions League. But at that, the, last year they also had Cristiano Ronaldo.
2: That's so. true, and they, they started off you know slow in league last year, really slow in the Liga. Right, And I mean there's, when there's only two or three teams, it's hard to start off slow, but they did. And then they ended up being the best team in the world. And we haven't even mentioned Bayern yet.
3: Bayern,
1: of
2: course. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I don't know. And, uh, uh, Jim, you happy with the draw for Man U? I mean, besides the Juventus? I mean,
1: I, I'm happy with Juventus as well. I'm, okay. I'm happy with that draw. You're always going to get drawn against a powerhouse, if you like. Sure, you there's, top two you just don't
2: want to get in that group of death. You
1: don't uh, three I'm powerhouses. just glad we're not going to somewhere in Russia. Honestly, because that, oh, that, that, that
3: Romania that, places like that. that
1: ruins English teams. Turkey. Going to Russia, yeah. coming back, then playing at the weekend, it has a knock-on effect, and it's it's ruined us because of years. the travel or because of the, the tra- crowd, because everything. A bit of everything. It's not a nice place to go to play. It's very hostile. <laughs> it is, and and then coming back, you jet lagged, and you got a game at the weekend, and it's a knock-on effect. So I'm I'm happy we avoided Russia.
2: Oh well, that's okay. That's interesting. Hey, I, I wouldn't have, I
1: wouldn't guess yeah, that. So. Yeah. I find it
0: interesting when I see, you know, uh, Man United does play on Wednesday. They play against a team you mentioned earlier, Young Boys.
3: <laughs> it's not a group of just young men. <laughs> I, it's it, you got to help me out. A, it, a, I have no idea what
2: this or, is. I, I don't know. I mean, was it was, that, I've never yeah. heard of it, but I saw them on the list, and they are, it's, it's a Swiss club team. Obviously, they're good. You just don't, you just don't get drawn into the Champions. League. Yeah, I, I think
1: they won the Swiss League last year, uh, and to, they, they've they. always been there or thereabouts in the Champions League. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, BSC Young Boys. Is so, it so they're, they're not a, like a
2: Leicester where they just kind of came out of nowhere. No, no, so they, they've they been and around in around the, the
1: Champions League for a, for a while. They, okay, they never okay. really get any further than the, the group stage, but it's going to be a tough test. They're, they're always a, a tough team to play against.
2: I'm guessing probably in altitude. I don't know if, if all of Switzerland's, yeah,
1: I have no idea. Yeah, but. it could well be. Yeah. So as we uh,
0: transfer from there... You know, let's uh, just do a quick little touch on the United States here real quick. Our next friendlies that we have, it doesn't get any easier. We take on Colombia in uh, what a little less than a month. You know, we got Colombia on the 11th of October. And then we take on Peru just a couple of days after that on the 16th. Then we've got about a month off and then it's England. And then Italy. Italy. In Wembley. Wembley. And, and, And then Italy.
2: So yeah, it's it's a tough group, and uh, again, I, I don't know if we get into the coaching situation or not. It's just, it's just so weird to me. It, it's it's been we'll call it a year that we haven't had a coach or have this interim yeah. coach for. A year. I mean, it's it's been they, over they, eleven. They, they've officially given him though the interim tag, so whatever that yeah, means. Yeah, so I, I I just don't get why you don't have a coach yet. But let's let we'll do on that. Let's get to the team. Bill, this is a very young team.
3: Very young, um, it, very exciting and perspective for the future. Friday night against Brazil though kind of shows they're young they they 're a little out of their element against the world 's best teams yet,
2: uh, which sure, is yeah.
3: fine, and it's what you expect i mean
2: yeah, you 're not going to bring twenty two year olds twenty one year olds and and beat brazil and and Mexico back to back and expect to beat England, Italy, Colombia, and either so
3: <laughs> but you 're going to get their feet more than wet, and you 're going to make sure that in four years because that's all you got to look forward to now is pretty much. We have to make it to the World Cup of 2022.
2: <laughs> right. Um, you yeah, can't miss back-to-back so World Cups.
3: <laughs> that's what you're looking at. That's the goal. And how do you get there? Get these young kids, get them, get them ready. Get them ready by playing good competition.
2: And of uh, the young kids, who did you like the best? Who looked the best? And or who do you look forward to watching most in, in club?
3: I really uh, was impressed by like Tyler Adams. And obviously, he scored against Mexico. But he, everyone lost the ball against Brazil on Friday. <laughs> So, but he did his good job of kind of disrupting things in the middle, trying to get the ball back when we could, and then he just—I thought he played really exceptional against Mexico uh, out of the middle there, always looking to go forward. I saw an infographic about him and playing for for the Red Bulls. Um, it's kind of a radial graph, and like 90% of his passes go more than sideways. So they're always just going forward. So that kind of just showed um, against Mexico. He's always trying to get his head, always trying to go forward. Um, so that's exciting for me to see where Yeah, he's he not
2: just playing possession. Right. I mean, he's not, you got to be smart about it, too. I mean, right. it's okay to play it back, obviously. Correct. But, but, but it's nice your first choice is going forward.
3: And the only other one I really liked was uh, Anthony Robinson. Started against Brazil. Got just he got beat on that again. by Diego Costa, but a- and a red card that.
0: in that game too. Don't forget about that.
2: Oh Which, yeah, that yeah was... the red card in that game that was surprising. I was like, whoa. Well, he went in. I don't know if you saw it, Jamie. He went in cleats. Not. I mean, it wasn't like from a distance came charging at him for ten yards. But but it was definitely steel cleats right to the the ankle. And ow.
3: but the way that he bounced back when he got subbed on against Mexico, um, had having the assist on the goal. Uh, I think he's going to be he's going to be our next, and we haven't had one for a while. Our left back,
2: (laughs) yeah, we've been missing one for a long time. They've been trying to throw other people in there in the mix.
3: A right-footed left back doesn't always work well. Having
0: a week off from EPL, what a great way to start things off! Saturday morning, Spurs, Liverpool, start things off right away. Saturday morning at six thirty in the morning, Man City, Fulham at nine, Bournemouth, Leicester, Newcastle, Arsenal, Huddersfield, Crystal Palace. Uh, Chelsea, Cardiff City, and then your highlight game, Man United taking on Watford for the 11.30 kick on Saturday morning, which, of course, will be in the middle of a big red contest here in town. <laughs> yeah. The Huskers to take on Troy.
2: A couple big red Which teams.
0: is kind of like Man United and Watford.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we hope for both teams, right? Yeah. <laughs> we hope it's as easy as you're saying. Wolves-Burnley early on Sa-
0: uh, Sunday morning. Everton-West Ham. My head hurts. Hey, they didn't lose last weekend. <laughs> they couldn't because they didn't play. <laughs> then a Monday night football game against Southampton taking on Brighton. So that's the EPL schedule. We'll get... A little bit deeper into the EPL schedule and you know what's what's happening there, especially when we talk about the standings because <laughs> they haven't moved for a week. Liverpool still sitting in first place again, so early in the season. But there's Chelsea and there's Watford. You know, yeah, Man United still. is not in the top five, and you've got Watford this weekend, who are in the top three. It's going to be tough. What, what's going on with Watford? Where's that
1: game at? Where's that game at? It's, it's at Wolf? It's Watford. at Watford. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Even worse, Mm. (laughs) it's away from the friendly confines. It it will be tough. We've we've got a lot to to do.
2: Yeah, that that, that could be a whole segment by itself is what's going on with me and you. (laughs) We'll have to get into that next. It is The Real
0: Football Show on ESPN 1480 and 101.5 FM. You're listening to The Real Football Show. On
1: ESPN, KLMS. By Otto Mendy, De Bruyne, over the top, looking for Sane. Flag stays down, Sweeper keeper, Hugo Lloris has missed it, and Leroy Sane will score. Finally, Manchester City take one of their chances. Relief for Pep Guardiola, joy in the Etihad for the home fans. Manchester City won, Charlton Hotspur and a shake of the head for Hugo Lloris.
0: It is a real football show on ESPN, FM 101.5, 1480 AM. You know the show is on demand anytime, any part of your weekend. You can listen to it on ESPN1480.com. Talking some EPLs, we get into Premier League this uh, this weekend. The standings, of course, yes, Liverpool, Chelsea, Watford, uh, the top three. Then Man City, Tottenham, rounding out the top five. I think that... uh, the one thing I've noticed about Watford, we were talking about this off the air, is I couldn't name one guy on that team. I can't name one guy on that. No, I wouldn't know that
3: roster at all. I
2: think I got one.
3: Is Troy Deeney still there? Troy like, Deeney still all right. there. Okay. okay. That's, that's, right.
2: Again. That's, that's one more Animal and I combined.
3: <laughs> yeah. though, like, so. <laughs> there you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they talked to uh, David Silva about Man City's you know contract. His contract runs out in 2020. And uh, he's considering the future, which I don't know if that means, you know, it's time for, time for David Silva to sign with an MLS team. Oh, well, you, you know, know. I, again, it's, he's, he's 35 when his current deal runs oh, out. If
2: Man City can afford losing some on that roster, though, I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: They have a lot. They're so deep. They're so deep. When you look at the people who
0: are on these teams, though, it's amazing the amount of money that's on those rosters. I
2: mean, it's a crazy amount of money. Well, just the money that Liverpool and Chelsea put into their keepers this year is, is phenomenal. And that's usually not a... a I mean, it's a high-profile job, obviously, but, but the money's been phenomenal.
1: Uh, that that Chelsea one was a strange one. I mean, they sold Courtois, but...
2: Which, uh, and I'm a Chelsea fan, Jamie. I, uh, I, I love they, Courtois.
1: They, I mean, they sold him for $32 million, then bought... A, Kid, a 20 year old kid for 72.
0: 72? Nearly, yeah. It didn't wanted,
2: add up.
1: I don't know. I, I, I,
0: 72 million?
1: Yeah. It, it was, it, it was a knee crazy. jerk
2: because they lost Courtois, but they, they knew it was a very good chance they're going to lose Courtois. It wasn't like out of nowhere. Right. And I don't know why they went with that at that money
1: the bad, because they Chelsea, I guess. It's bad business. Out. Yeah. It's exactly. Business. Yeah, you're going to break them.
3: Speaking of Chelsea, though, I saw something today. UEFA is thinking about establishing a rule where you can only have eight players out on loan. Right now, oh. <laughs> right now Chelsea has 40. No! So, 40? Yeah. Well, Matt Miazga is one of them. Yeah. That's two other teams. Miazga made some news this past week.
0: <laughs> it may surprise you who's number one in goals right now. He plays for Fulham. Oh, I thought it
3: was... Oh, Mitrovic. yeah.
0: Oh. Very good. Mitrovic is number one in goals. Right. He's got four goals right now. Then Mane. Oh, Mane, is, yeah, yeah. Mane's right there. He's got four goals as well. But, you know, I figured we'd give the Fulham kids some... Some press. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I got nothing to say about standings because I am nowhere uh, near any
2: safe spot with West Ham sitting in 20th. Which I don't get so. Yeah. They're zero points in what we four games in. Yeah. And it's, if you look at their roster, it's not a bad roster but part well part of their problem I is, think it's an, I think I think
0: it's an inner revolt from the team because they hate their owner so much there's like, so much dislike for the owners of West Ham United up, he, I mean
1: I guess I, I don't know it's it's crazy the, David Gold is a bad bad person Go, there's Gold is. there's <laughs>
0: Brady and there's that other cat that has been mentioned and they are just they're not liked people at
1: all well, you, you see, there's a bit of a running theme. They don't like the owner at Newcastle. They're sat on okay. West Ham's owners the same. So they why? Why wouldn't as a player? You've got to act professional because you're doing it for the fans. But if you got owners that are just disrespecting you, then what? But also, don't you got to play good to
2: try and get out of there and try and get someone else to notice you? I don't know. It's just weird.
1: They're, they're, it, there is a running theme there, Newcastle and West Ham. They're, they're, there's they're, one it, point both total. Both for a reason. Yeah.
0: I appreciate him backing this up because I watch these games. I see these players, and they just, they, they, and they show the owners. And there's just so much dislike for the owners of these teams, and you just see them tanking, and it feels like they're tanking on purpose.
1: That's
2: too
0: bad. Like the opposite of Major League for those of you who've <laughs> seen that <laughs> I, I baseball a, movie.
1: I have a lot of friends who are Newcastle fans, and okay. the, the owner Mike Ashley. He owns a sports store in England. He's not putting any money into Newcastle to buy new players, but he just bought another store in England that is 150 million British pounds in debt. So he's put 150 million into this store that's just going to go bankrupt. But he won't buy any players, and he won't sell the club. Oh my! And if you know anything about Newcastle fans, they're very, very, very passionate. Yeah. So they are not. Well, they used to be a really big club. Yeah, they're a a huge huge deal. deal.
0: That's amazing to me. it's, It's just interesting. Uh, let's go on. Let's talk uh a little La Liga. No surprise, La Liga Barcelona leads uh with that uh with that but Real Madrid, guess what? Tied in points right now at 9 apiece. Um goals for and goals against are very close on that. Uh Bundesliga, the standings uh shaping up like this. Bayern in first place. No one is surprised by this. The the team of teams for the German yeah, soccer well, I mean, clubs. N- n- no one
2: played last week, so all, all those, yeah, no, right. No, Everybody's no, been no all
0: played. So. Wolfsburg and, uh, of course, Dortmund sit in fourth place right now for uh, Bundesliga. A standings. Juventus in first place, and everybody loves Juventus now because well, you know why they love him. They love that guy.
2: They love him more well, than anybody. Well, we'll if if they. Uh, they win their league. How many years in a row now has it been? Seven, something like that. Too many, yeah. So so it's really see how they do in Champions League, you know, to, to put really Ronaldo even more on top of the map than he already is. That's, I think that's interesting that, that it's like everybody has traded in their jerseys for a Juventus jersey because of you-know-who. And that's why these dollar amounts are so large because, you know, you sell enough jerseys, you sell airtime, I mean, these guys are worth it, you know, to, you know, to a degree. And, and he's done it at Man U, he's done it at Real Madrid, and now you go to another club. And I mean, he left Man U on okay terms, didn't he? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah.
1: Everyone loves him at Man United. Stills. Okay. Okay. They, they
0: love him. But it's money, isn't it? Well, he's yeah. just so much but he's, he's a He chases the dollar,
2: man. It's, and why not? But he, but he, but he, he performs.
3: Yeah. He so he yeah, performs yeah, that's true.
2: Absolutely well. And, you know, he's a great person to have in marketing, you know, he's, I'm unbelievable.
3: I've been saying this since he moved to Juventus. Here's what he's, he's going to spend two seasons there. He's going to go to Bayern, win the German League there, <laughs> spend a year there, and then he's going to go somewhere in, in the MLS so he can get all five major leagues in the world and win the titles there. So,
2: oh, right. look at you. I never would have thought of that. Ferdy's contacted a realtor in Shawnee Mission, Kansas. (laughs) Uh,
3: Start that room. I would love to see Peter Vermes try to go head to head with Cristiano Ronaldo (laughs) and see who can break the other one's will first. Oof. Oof,
0: I do not want to see this. Uh, Moving on, uh, you know, uh, just a a quick jump back to EPL. Um, Evidently, and, and again, I don't know if they don't have Uber or Lyft. In in England, but uh, Hugo Lloris will be will continue to be the captain of the team despite his drinking and driving plea. Oh, I didn't know that. I I mean, seriously, we've talked about this, dude. I I'm no one, and I can spend twelve bucks on a lift to get home because I've had too much to drink,
2: dude. You're the captain. Of the Spurs. It doesn't matter if they have Uber or Lyft. They can afford a driver. driver. Yes! (laughs) Thank
0: you! He said it! I did it! I didn't want to sound like a pompous ass! But come on! Uh, Pochettino confirmed that Loris will miss Saturday's match against Liverpool due to the thigh strain he
3: picked up in training. Dude, how much money do you make? <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> My meager student loan salary. I managed to get an Uber whenever I need one, so...
1: <laughs> he wasn't just drunk. He, this guy couldn't walk. The police, <laughs> the police officers, they went Whoa! into his car and there was vomit all over And They had, to carry, oh, that is, they had to carry him out of his car. I mean, he's oh, not just drunk, but right? he okay. like, was... He, he wasn't right. just buzzed
2: after an FAC. What do they, call,
0: what do, what do they call that here? It's uh, aggravated. Yes, aggravated. That's what they call that here. Ooh, and it's bad. So Harry Kane is going to wear the captain's armband against Liverpool. I'm surprised Harry Kane isn't the captain actually, but man, that wow. dude, that's that, Jimmy, a lot. That's I'm trying to think about the last time that. I mean, I was like, you'd have to cut my age in half to go back to when I had that much to drink. Good gosh. Vomit in the car. Yeah, I read, celebrating. I read that
1: this morning. Was, <laughs> oh no! I didn't realize that.
0: Oh my gosh! So he will. Uh, so Loris will be the captain. He just won't be playing. So that's that's what they're playing. <laughs> Again, you know, you, you consider how much all of us make, and it's not that much, and it's not as much as one of these guys who plays. But you can so, get it. Oh, so is he
3: really hurt, or is it kind of like a wink, wink? He's hurt. You yeah. Know? Well, we're, not, we're not
2: saying you're suspended. We're <laughs> saying, we're just, we're just, we're just so,
0: Paul Pogba, Gary Neville sends a warning to uh, Manchester United star Paul Pogba. Maybe you've seen or read a little bit about
1: this, Jamie. Yeah. Maybe you can fill in what's what's going on here. What, what's it's, the deal? Gary Neville is a Man United legend. He's a one-man club. He was there from a kid all the way through until when he, when he retired. So, he's basically telling him there's no player bigger than the club. If you don't want to be there, hit the road. That's oh, so true. Okay. There's okay.
0: nobody bigger than the club. That applies to every team everywhere.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And I don't... If he leaves, I don't know what I'm, what we're gonna be missing. I don't he's not really produced what I thought he would be producing now. He's he's not done it, so maybe we free up a bit of money, that's for sure. Well that's true. <laughs> I, is it a Pogba issue or is it a Mourinho issue? They is they, they they definitely clash heads the both of them. Okay. Now either the coach goes or the player goes. But Mourinho isn't asking to leave the club. If Pogba's asking to leave Okay, and we'll there's, the, right. door. And, uh, there's yeah. door the door hitting the ass and
3: on kinda, the way
2: out. Like you then, said, that money to free up is a lot.
3: Did this kind of pop up because someone said, you know, what's your situation? And he kind of goes, I'm here now. What the, history, what the future has, I don't know. So...
2: Well, that's a fair statement. I mean, you I mean, could have said it
0: better, but you like to see your player
3: say, I'm here and I'm dedicated and this is I That's what, what we should have said, yeah.
0: <laughs> what the Watford mascot, Harry the Hornet, had to say before <laughs> oh, man. the Manchester United <laughs> fixture. We'll get into that in just a second. It is a real football show on ESPN 1480 and 101.5 FM. You're listening to the real football show on ESPN KLMS.
1: You can Payette find anybody in Claret and Blue? Flicked away by Cahill. Hill. This is Lanzini. Noble. Henry
0: It is The Real Football Show on ESPN-FM, 101.5 FM. Oh my gosh, the weekend's here. So, hey, first of all, you know, go Big Red. Second of all, coming up on ESPN 1480 and 101.5, Lincoln High takes on Pius, an American football game that's coming up right here on ESPN. So, we get into The Real Football Show and back into it in our final segment, Harry the Hornet. Harry the Hornet issues a shock statement, and I'm not sure how much weight a mascot can actually uh, throw. The mascot's what? tenure at Vicarage Road has been marred by controversy after a run-in with Roy Hudson. Oh, what? <laughs> what? Harry the Hornet, um, the Watford mascot, has stood down from his role at Vicarage Road. Gareth Evans, oh, the is man in the, his is. name is Gareth Evans. How many guys are named Gareth in, in the UK now? <laughs> The man in the Hornet costume announced his decision on Twitter ahead of the game against Man United. Um, so this brings down the curtain on a controversial career at the Premier League club. Uh, Crystal Palace manager Roy Hodgson was, seen, was left seething and warned the mascot not to provoke the crowd after the Hornet <laughs> dived on the pitch to mock Palace forward uh, Wilfred Zaha over allegations of diving in December of 2016. <laughs> Jeez. I think it's disgraceful, Hodgson said. Uh, it's not what football matches are about. It, if it's a provoking the crowd into looking for something that's not there, it should be stopped. So now Gareth Evans has stepped away from the match day mascot at, uh, as his decision, and he's proud of what he has achieved.
2: <laughs> what this is so weird. Yeah. So
0: I will uh, proud of what I've achieved, memories made, and experiences I've had. So I don't know if that means there'll be another guy in the uh, costume. You know. So uh, not really anything against Manchester United, but just saying that you know, I, I will I will not be wearing the costume anymore. I, I had no idea the best so to get that wound some up in
2: it. 70-some year old coach on the other team tell you what to do. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's funny.
0: So provoking the team with uh you know allegations of diving and that's what Harry the Harry the Hornet's stepping away, kids. That's oh boy. Very sad. Uh let's see what else do we get into this week. Uh you know besides the uh, games and the matches, we should probably talk a little Husker soccer as well, which you know what? They're uh the American Outlaws speaking of which Right yeah, here, we're gonna right? have
2: uh, it's Friday, October fifth. So just gosh, is it two weeks away, three weeks away? Uh, three weeks away um, is AO night with the Huskers, and uh, that'll be a Friday night. Uh, I don't can it's a it's a, a conference team. I can't think of who we're playing, but does actually doesn't matter. But we'll have koozies to give away for everybody there. We'll have a tailgate We'll have hot dogs, uh, beverages. It'll be a lot of fun. It's our fourth year doing this now, and it's always a really good time. We'll have a AO Lincoln banner in the stadium, and it's. Always fun and hopefully a great night and it'll be a blast.
0: Little recap of the month so far: Baylor, we got just oof, we got taken out to the woodshed six to nothing. Um Duke yes. lost that one three to one. Then we lost or no, I'm sorry, we we won against North Carolina State two to one.
2: And those those are all on the road. And I think NC State was ranked. Yes, they were so, number thirteen. Yeah, so that's. I mean, I, I'm not sure what's going on. You lose six to nothing on the road one time, and then you. Beat a ranked team on the road. But. This this weekend at Rutgers for a Friday night affair,
0: and then at a Maryland uh, in College Park, which is interesting because you know the hurricane. I have no idea the span of this monster that's you know working its way up the East Coast. If that may affect the Maryland game, it, 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 it may, it, or may could. Not.
2: it gets up to Virginia at least, so
0: it's it's right there. Uh, Post game fireworks coming up on Thursdays the twentieth as the Huskers take on Indiana at the Hib, and then against Purdue on the twenty third. That's a pack the house game. Penn State, Ohio State are away. And then Iowa, yep, that's the American Outlaws game on Friday night, October fifth. Yeah. Rivalry game, right? In Iowa. It's always rivalry. If you game.
3: need a reason to come out, one more than you're playing against the Huskers against Iowa. I exactly,
0: mean. yeah. So it'll be a great one. And it's kind of cool that they uh, kind of crown the American Outlaws, the you know, the people running the stadium that night.
2: Yeah, it's it's on it's on the their schedule even so it's it's been on there and they're giving some giveaways and it's always fun it's such a it's such a nice uh, field a good facility and it's beautiful r- right there on Fourteenth and Corinth easy to get to I never went to Abbott
0: so I have no idea what was before
2: the Hib. Oh, it's, just, it's not even close uh, and even after Abbott they played right there next to Memorial Stadium mm,
3: yep inside the track there yeah
2: which, which which was funny because it's not wide enough. And they actually had to get permission from the conference to play there. Yeah. And every single team in the Big Ten had to agree that's fine, and they all did. And the Huskers won the conference that year, <laughs> and then Penn State bitched about it. <laughs> and, and it's like, well, you see, everybody signed up. I guess yeah. it's not new. I guess you signed on. You're going to do it. But, yeah, it's, it's not even close. It's got to be, I've not done any traveling around the Big Ten soccer facilities, but it's got to be, if not the best, way up there. It's it's unbelievable, and, and and you know we've been to Creighton's Morrison, mm-hmm. uh, UNO. Caneglia has a grass. I don't know what Bellevue's facility is like. We just but,
1: play on a on a grass field. Okay, nothing okay, nothing okay. special. Nothing special.
2: But those to UNO and Creighton and Hibner and the Huskers are, are fantastic facilities. Mm-hmm. So James, Jay- so Jamie,
0: being uh, a Manchester United uh, uh, family. And you're a little kid. So give us, like, a, you know, one of those like highlights. I'll never forget this Manchester United game
1: or, you know, player or something like that. So he wasn't always a player that everyone knew of, but Paul Scholes, arguably, I'd say he's probably one of the greatest midfielders to play. Um, you, you, he gets a lot of recognition from all the Spanish players Spanish coaches try and teach kids off his game um, wow, that's And I was, at, I was at his testimonial back in like 2010 and what's a testimonial what does that mean when you get to ten, 10 years at a club you get a testimonial like you'll play against a team a thank you, really. I think he he got one at like 15 years because he was retiring. So then he did his testimonial there. If you know anything about Paul Scholes, he hates the – he's never in the newspapers, never in the media. So he hated the whole thing because it was a packed house at Old Trafford. And he scored (laughs) arguably one of the best goals I've ever seen live. And it just happened to be on his testimonial. So that one will live with me for a long, long time. So you're
0: there in the stands.
1: Yep, yep. And and your family has held tickets to Manchester United for as long as I can remember. Are you a teenager at this time or what means Yeah, I need? think you know, I think it's just before I came out to America, so it's probably like sixteen or 17. Oh, okay, so yeah. it's well in your memory then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, oh, I
0: remember awesome. it very, okay. very well.
1: That is so cool.
2: I
0: think the one thing that we always find interesting is when we get those behind the scenes stories about the risk supporters, we always find that interesting and the separations of the teams or the fans' teams. You know whether it's in the tube or wherever, and how they are directed into the stadium. We always find that interesting because, you know, I could be a Steelers fan, and Steelers and Chiefs fans hate each other, but they walk into the stadium <laughs> together. It's yes. it's not like that,
1: and we just we don't get that, Jamie. I, we don't I wish, understand that. I wish I could explain that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's. Have you been to a Man U Liverpool game? Yes, I have. I've been to a couple of them actually. My last one was in 2013. We won three one. Oh, they, okay. So um, how does this, does
0: this start like on a Monday? Do you have any Liverpool friends who are like uh, shooting
1: you text yeah. and they're like, here we come.
2: He has <laughs> zero <laughs> Liverpool friends. Yeah.
1: Is it, are you a Liverpool fan? No. you a Liverpool No, They are the worst.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are.
2: Uh, Alex Shuler, CJ Wells. Uh, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, they, the
1: yeah. Lancaster Reds. It's a whole crew that goes down yeah. and watches the games. They are always the victims. You know, it's. <laughs> it, the, the, they the, didn't the, win because of dot dot dot. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. That's exactly it. So
3: because it their iconic player slipped against Chelsea, and then they <laughs> gave up a how many point lead with like three games left. Oh, I that mean, that was fantastic.
1: No, and I mean,
2: Salah <laughs> got pretty much taken down and and out. You know, in the the champions, yeah. So, either. but. But that's so,
0: so they have this when they have this when they have the the the, the, te- the teams fans walking in there is like a complete separation right. like Liverpool fans have to enter this entrance yep. they're on this end and you see the uh, you know the stewards that are lined up and down yep. the uh, steps mm-hmm. you yes. know and it's all that's separated by sections.
1: and in games such as Manchester United versus Liverpool against Man City some of the big games where there's a big rivalry the away fans will have to wait till the stadium's completely empty before I've they heard that. That's it. crazy.
2: That's crazy. And, and wait a while.
1: Uh, yeah. A good hour, Yeah, they'll wait a while. Yeah. I mean, and then, I, and then they'll take them down to the tube. Then sh- They will get rid of them somehow, just avoiding main streets and just get them out. And again,
2: you know, we're, you know, best fans in college football, right? I mean, we we want the people to come join us at our tailgate. Yeah,
3: we want them to come to and town and drink with us. There. I mean, no. I don't like Colorado. I wouldn't say I hate Colorado, you know, last week when Huskers played them. But yeah. I was walking into the gate next to 30, 40 Colorado fans. I you said, like you know, luck. They it's said so they different kind of here, Jamie. We, and, it's, a,
0: it's a different mindset. We It's not like that here. And in Nebraska, it's an anomaly. You know, if you went to a Wisconsin Ohio State or an Ohio State Michigan game, true, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, it, you, but you still would not have this separation of the fans. You wouldn't have that.
1: I, I, I wish I could explain it. I don't know.
2: It's just that's it's even better. Uh, that there is. That's just, just it. That's choice. what makes
1: it better. Is you can't explain yeah,
2: it. it. What, so, so Man Liverpool might be the biggest rivalry in, in England. Is it? What else is up there? We, we've had, you know, we had the Birmingham Aston Villa. we Aston people.
1: Villa Tottenham Arsenal.
2: Sure. Okay. Yeah. West Ham and anybody in England.
1: West Ham and Millwall. West Ham, and Millwall. Millwall, Millwall leads. Millwall and everyone.
3: <laughs> yes. uh,
0: That's, you're the like the fourth person to tell us that it's yes. Millwall versus everyone.
3: So it everybody sounds hates like, them. Kind of sounds like Millwall's the worst fans. Like Liverpool's right there <laughs> yeah. next to him, but oh, no, has got a couple. No, notoriously, answer, right?
1: Millwall fans are disgraceful as well.
3: <laughs> Bill, what do you got this weekend? Uh, probably going to try to get people to turn on. 6:30 uh, a.m. soccer game at the tailgate, and then go to the Husker football game. You starting
0: that early? Perfect. Huh? Perfect. We're enough. having
3: breakfast. We're making a breakfast. Don't forget sporting yeah. KC. We can go down to Captain
1: Jackson. see you Saturday yeah. night. That could a be fun. a go very long day Saturday. Yep. And then uh, Jamie, what do you got? This weekend, I will just be having a full weekend of soccer. I wake up, I'll wake up at 6:30, pray for a Tottenham win. Big English Should breakfast, react, <laughs> yeah. bangers it's, it's, and it's, mash, bangers and mash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then I'll be watching. I'll be watching the Man United game on the TV or the Husky game on the TV and the Man United game on my phone. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Perk,
2: what do you got? Well, as you, last weekend, you know, I was at Sporting KC for that game. Then I went to Nashville for the USA-Mexico game. I'm off to of Chicago this weekend to watch Chicago and Orlando play. And so I'll be in Chicago all weekend. Awesome.
0: You guys, hey, have a great weekend. Everybody, thanks for joining us. It is The Real Football Show on ESPN-FM 101.5 and 1480 a.m.